Frown Town. Frown Town, we're back. We're here. Yeah, we are. We are Frown Town. Uh, I'm Jay Jones. Uh huh. I'm V Chatty. Uh, so this this is a slightly different episode. First of all, we were gone for a week. We took off uh, the week for the inauguration because uh, we did a live Twitch stream. <laughs> that was fun. I t- <laughs> you did a live Twitch stream. Well, I did a live. Well, <laughs> we did. <laughs> I slept through it i did it i did under the frown i came town to banner. all the practice runs i did you did uh, i did it under the frown town i banner. did do the practice runs uh i actually i i would like to say that i not only slept through the inauguration but i also slept through the rest of the day and the day after that my body physically did not want me to have anything to do with that whole mess yeah it was uh it was very messy <laughs> uh, i've i found uh halfway through the twitch stream i was just like all of this is bullshit you know that right like it's just me uh, yeah. I just like this is all bullshit. Uh, highlights of the inauguration. Um, J Lo tried to turn America the like no, this land is uh our land into Let's Get Loud, which was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was I was both upset and also <laughs> I was like wait you don't like wait uh first of all because when she first started I was like wait you, how do you feel about singing this it was land also as, like how as a it as was a, very fun no go ahead. It was very fun to see, uh, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're totally fine with having a Puerto Rican woman come and sing on our stage, but Puerto Ricans still no votes. Uh, I was, that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, she sings like, you know, this land is our land. And I was like, but you're Puerto Rican. So like, (laughs) (laughs) like, well, she's, she's, she's from the block. So if you're from the block, you can vote. You say that. Uh, I'm willing to bet JLo has, (laughs) I bet JLo has voting privileges. She's JLo. But, um, yeah, yeah, that was a highlight for me. Lady Gaga and the, and the gold mic to Mike Pence. Everyone talked about that. I feel like I'm not a big fan of symbolism. What did she, what did she uh, do? Side, like, so Mike Pence had to hand her a golden mic for her to sing the ma- national anthem, which, by the way, great uh, job on the national anthem. Uh, but sure, like, I I was actually surprised that she could sing that well. I'm pretty sure I said that during the trant <laughs> <laughs> during the uh, Twitch stream. I was like, holy shit! I didn't know she had that kind of voice. Um, <laughs> which I mean, maybe embarrassing for me, but I didn't watch that movie she was in. Uh, but no, so there was this whole moment, and if you look at it, it turned into this meme. Uh, it the only meme that came out of it that was probably bigger than this was like the burning meme. But uh, it turns this whole meme where Mike Pence had to hand her like this microphone; it was golden for her to perform the national anthem, and she did this kind of like side eye snub of him as she took it. And I don't know if that was really a side-eye snub or at all, but everyone likes to read things into those type of interactions. They're like, I bet it's sure, killing Mike sure. Pence inside that he has to give a mic to this trans activist. And I'm like, when did, when did Lady Gaga become a trans activist? Like, she's very outspoken, but like, I don't think she's Yeah, getting, but it's just... <laughs> I don't think she's getting shot at in the front lines. For I mean, like, again, I'm not trying to detract from what she's done, yeah. but like, I feel like it... Oh, no, 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 no. I too... I too feel some like reservation. Like there's over, this thing of like we're overreaching. You know who's a better trans activist? I mean, share. <laughs> but right, but in the moment, the, the the idea was. But you know who's even a an even better trans activist? An actual trans person. Yeah, I was gonna say actual <laughs> trans activist would be better. <laughs> but like in the moment, there was this kind of like, oh, well, look at look at this this uh, incredible voice for the LGBTQ or the LGBTQ community, and yeah. Mike Pence has to hand them a mic. And I was like, uh, I don't think he cares. I don't. I don't think he's sitting around losing sleep about having to give Lady Gaga a mic. If anything, I feel like she's still a rich white woman. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think he's losing. He, anything. I'm sure he feels fine. I, he's. I'm pretty sure. 
the only thing that bothered him was that she got a little too close to him because he doesn't like women that close to him. But other than that, I'm pretty sure he's fine. <laughs> Except for mother. Ugh, boo. Uh, but so yeah, the inauguration <laughs> happened. Uh, so we're in Biden's America. It's uh, <laughs> he's not giving us anything. <laughs> it's not better. Hey, um, remember remember when he was like, "I'm going to give everybody two thousand dollars." <laughs> I don't remember that because he very quickly said, psych, kidding, not doing that. Uh, first of all, um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to reveal that. I wouldn't have gotten that $2,000 anyway, is all I'll say. Uh, and then I will move forward. <laughs> um, so other things happened besides the inauguration. And we'll come back to that because there's a whole heap of bullshit that like Biden has promised in his first 100 days. Not to mention he did a, a shit ton of executive orders. Uh, and we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's something. Oh, guess what? Jay, I just I want everybody to know and celebrate the fact that I officially as a trans person, I am now allowed to go into other countries and murder children. No, you're not. You're allowed to be in the military. There's a difference. I know you wanted to. <laughs> I know you want there not to be one. And, but there's not. You can't just randomly walk into like Belize oh, and murder a child. I'm not saying that but like if i wanted to if i wanted to go just murder people like i can now join the military i feel like the ironic part is that like you'd be more likely to get away with war crimes under a republican president but they wouldn't allow you to join the military that's the irony (laughs) the irony is that you could do all the war crimes in the world i don't know Uh, you know obama did a lot of drone strikes so he did and Okay, so I I realized this the other day. I have a hard time criticizing black people, but we're going to go there. Uh, Obama was Uh, not a good person. He killed a lot of people, and there were a lot of drone strikes. Yes. Um, I will say this, uh, and this is not a justification. Um, This is my legitimate foreign policy stance. (laughs) And and I I mean this. Uh, I know what country I live in, right? And I know what we've done. (laughs) It's too late for us to be like, hey, guys, hey, we're your friends. I want us to be friends, but in all honesty we've made the types of en- enemies that like i don't think we'll ever be like cool with again and right but we could like we could like maybe not kill children in their homes the irony being that like if you had a republican president they wouldn't let you be in the military but that would be the one who lets you go kill other children in countries i think the thing i was going to say is that uh my uh-huh. foreign policy really is based upon the fact that i realized that as a country we've been dicks for hundreds of years and uh i am more comfortable with an aggressive like killing campaign than i should be and I said that in the way I said it on purpose. Uh, I'm way more comfortable with uh, militarization, especially from an American standpoint, because I don't think that we have the type of enemies in the world who are going to let bygones be bygones. And once we start off being a dick, you can't pull your foot off the like. Yeah, pedal but you easily. can just be like, I think there are ways. You, you can like, you can de-escalate, and you can be like, "Hey, we're really sorry, right. and we're going to get energy efficient, and we're not going to claim I'm, that a third of Syria belongs to us, and just go in and take your oil." I'm here for that. I'm also I'm also here uh, for you know helping other countries that need it. I'm also here for uh, oh you know mean spreading spreading our democracy that's really good and working. No, <laughs> no I mean, I mean uh, there's a headline that actually I saw and I, I tweeted it uh, that like uh, 16% I think of the world's countries have ac- have basically bought 60% of the vaccinations that exist. Yeah. Uh, so like, like, I, it might have even been six countries. I'd have to look it up. But, but the point is, is that like, that's the type of help I'm saying. Like, uh, when America is like buying hundreds of millions of vaccinations from the rest of the world, uh, and just keeping and hoarding it to themselves, that, that's not really helping. But, uh, 
Anyway, my, my foreign policy, though, does, <laughs> uh, and, and again, my, my idea of foreign policy, foreign policy does involve uh, a good deal of legitimate, and this is fucked up, but a good deal of militarization. Ugh. I think it, it, it has to happen. It has to happen because we've been dicks for too long. I want to, I want to pull back. Like, you can't, okay, like, it's like when you have that, when you're that bully in school and everyone outgrows you, you know, we're like, like fifth grade, yeah. you're the biggest kid, yeah. you're beating the fuck out of everyone. And then, like, you know, sixth grade comes around, everyone grows, but you, you're not going to be able to be like, hey, guys, let's be friends. You're going to have to ease into this shit. You're going to take some ass whoopings. Oh, yeah. You're going to take some beatings. And then finally, people are like, all right, cool. And I'm just saying, like, I want to mitigate the amount of ass whoopings we're going to take. And I prefer that we take them uh, elsewhere as opposed to taking them on our soil. (laughs) Just would prefer it. Well, Jay, I think that that. it's a little too late for that. We've already taken an immense whooping from our own country. I honestly... Uh, I don't, it was that immense. How many, how many 9-11s of people died? Well, I mean, (laughs) you mean just in the pandemic, like that's just mismanagement and stupidity. Uh, but like, like even like when you look at, I don't know, I've seen some pretty fun conspiracy theories. Mine is, uh, my, my favorite being that, uh, the government mismanaged the pandemic on purpose to get rid of more poor people. That's a fun one. I mean, I mean, like, I don't not believe it. I will say this. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'll say this. I feel like it's, it's like one of those win wins where, uh, they can't control the pandemic. They need to reopen the e- economy and the people that are most likely to be hurt by their decision to reopen the economy and lack of control of the pandemic are poor people. Sure. I feel like our society is set up so shittily that like every time something crisis happens, poor and most vulnerable people get hurt the most because they're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's why we call them the most vulnerable. But like, yeah, no, I I agree with you to the extent that I feel like like our government has done a lot of shitty shit to us. Uh, They're doing more shitty shit, but we're going to get to the shitty shit that they did. uh, And I keep putting it off because I want to talk about this other thing. We keep talking about shitty shit. Uh, Something else happened. So like one of the biggest developments of like, I feel this last little set of time that we went under was Twitter kicked the president off Twitter. Twitter did kick the president off. They also kicked. Well, they also point, kicked off. Uh, they also kicked off my, the My Pillow guy. The My Pillows guy. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Ha ha! <laughs> Fuck that dude. Uh, which, by the way, I. At, how good is My Pillow that you can be that much of a dick and still be rich? Off at of least it? he had like a you know a soft place to land when his ass hit the ground. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 oh. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I like it. Uh, um, but Twitter also has been kicking other people off and it's not as fun and awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, if you're, if you're on Twitter, you may have noticed it. Uh, though if- I was, I, I just started following, uh, so I, I was following a sex worker, uh, cause she has, she has amazing tits and oh, also yeah, pretty I love funny. titties. Yeah. Funny, but also amazing tits. <laughs> I have a separate. I, 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 I think I just want to, uh, before we email, before we start telling, uh, <laughs> People to go and follow. <laughs> like, I'm going to say, if you want, uh, being horny on Twitter is great. There's so much horny content on Twitter. At least there was, now there's less. Um, but there is less. If you're a comedian and you have a Twitter account and you're not, a lot of comedians I realize don't understand how Twitter works. Uh, because sometimes <laughs> I find out what your fetishes are because you liked uh, porn. Oh, I, I like stuff. I want you to know what my fetish is. Like, I'm doing That's fine. I, not every, I want you to know I'm not into Not everybody it. realizes <laughs> it. Yeah. I know it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I want you. To, of course I like those titties. I like. <laughs> you I, know I like them. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'll, I'll see like a comic, you know, I'll see like, oh, so-and-so. <laughs> 
Like, oh, so-and-so liked, uh, you know, big dick women uh, on on Twitter. And I'm like, hey, that comic was hella transphobic in their set. Interesting. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, But, like, the so Twitter is great. The snitch likes are my favorite, though. I, I live for snitch likes. It's, it's kind of, like... Oh, I live thing for I'm it. I'm glad they brought over. Yeah, it's the best. Like honestly, I I love uh I like seeing other people like other people's likes, but I also like knowing that like every time I like something, I don't retweet uh I don't retweet pictures uh because I feel like that's that's dickish. Mm. Like retweeting pic like like I don't retweet pictures. I like pictures. And right. I'm I don't know for for sex workers unless you have like a link layer or you say like OnlyFans or yeah. link in bio, I won't retweet those because I'm like, "Oh, you're just sharing a picture of yourself." I don't want like I don't so I don't know what it is about that, but it feels creepy to me. To be to like, retweet hey, it this picture so i'll say this creepy. uh as somebody who has been a sex worker so first off comedians get a separate sex twitter <laughs> if you don't want people yeah. knowing about your sex stuff uh you can get a separate sex twitter a lot of people have those and then you too can also post fun sexy pictures without separate totally horrifying twitter, your friends separate sex twitter sounds like something from the handmaid's tale separate <laughs> separate sex twitter is gonna be my band separate <laughs> Separate sex Twitter. Males over here. Females over here. Undecided in here. Separate sex Twitter. So I'll say this. Separate sex Twitter. Back when I was a sex worker, I was extremely uh, reliant on Twitter because Twitter is how you got your stuff out there. And I'll say this. If you do, if there is a sex worker that you like (laughs) and you think that they have great titties and you think that – and and. I'll say this. I like that you grabbed your own as you said that. You're like, think they have great titties. Great you titties. Your <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about yourself. Okay. <laughs> if you like that person, first of all, uh, a retweet is actually really helpful for sex workers because it sh- it's yes. it's not creepy. It actually is helpful. And it's sex workers I'll retweet, but there are also people I follow who are not sex workers who just like to post pictures. If they're of not sex workers, then I don't know about that. But yeah, the problem is, is that personally. So I I got off Facebook because Facebook sucked. Um, and one of the things that and I love, and then Instagram got bought by Facebook, and now Instagram mm-hmm. you can't even put a picture of your nude body with stickers on top of it like you're yeah. you're covered but they'll like, still saw, or if you have pubic saw, hair as opposed to I no pubic of, hair because uh, i also thirst follow people on instagram uh, <laughs> one of my thirst follows on instagram uh got a picture of her as like po- banned or like taken down because she had a pokey and i was like are you serious like i can't even see your nipple through your shirt yeah like like that's wild to me like, yeah why are we trying to pretend like we don't have nipples and dicks and vaginas i and had um parts? i had a twitter i actually had a a a, a, a post taken down where i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't advertising sex work or like an OnlyFans, but because I was using a nude picture with stickers on top of it to advertise people to go and follow my comedy stuff, they 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 got they they got me for soliciting. They shut me down for soliciting. Wait, really? Yeah, and I was like, I wasn't even doing sex work this time. But I mean, like, you can't solicit comedy. I, you know, you can't work? you can't use your 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 flesh, even though the the, okay, the so bits like, the bits were covered. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's it is fucked up because it is, uh, it is fucked uh, up. What's his face? Well, no, I, well, I'm gonna say double standard fucked up, but I mean it's fucked up for other reasons. But yeah. like, what's his face? Uh, Bert. 
I want to say it's Bert Krasner. Bert. Anyway, there's a dude uh, who calls himself the Machine. He's a comedian. He has specials, and he the beginning of all his sets, he takes his shirt off. Yeah, and that's that's the beginning of all the sets. I yeah. feel like if you're gonna have that standard, he can't ever post any pictures of his sets or anything because yep. his shirt is off. Yep, and uh, like it's fucked up that like that that double standard exists yeah so the the beautiful thing about twitter is twitter was a refuge you know there was oh god it was so beautiful for a while there was this great challenge on twitter i don't know if you remember ugh. the busset challenge because i remember bleh. it oh my god sorry i can't talk today i don't oh, know the busset challenge <laughs> the busset challenge is I've, great i haven't done one yet wow. done one yet but i'm i'm thinking about it uh i don't know what i would do but my favorite is the uh the running butthole challenge haven't seen that one. <laughs> this is from uh, la- sometime last year. And it's amazing. Basically, what you do is you set your phone up preferably very far away from yourself. And then you take a you, you get take your pants off and then you take a running leap uh, and, and you run towards your phone and you put your legs up in the air so that it looks like your butthole is your you want to aim your butthole right at the camera. So you just uh. so it looks like your butthole is this swallowing is a, the camera. <laughs> this has a level of dexterity that I, I am. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I, I wanted to do it but i wanted to I do think it you need another person also like you need someone to like snap the, or, or either set your camera up to take like multiple shots as you are well you know you have to, it's video it's video oh i guess you do stills then but still that's that's a lot of i don't know if i can like i would have to work out and like like <laughs> i feel like it, like, it was six my favorite now, it was my favorite <laughs> because it wasn't even particularly sexual it was just funny and buttholes are funny yeah. and for sex workers and sexy on um, people on sex twitter when i'm on my sex twitter i know that i'm gonna see buttholes because i have my twitter set for not safe for work so it used to be before so twitter a bunch of people were getting bumped off of sex workers and also people who just post naked pictures of getting bumped off of twitter and it turned out that this was because they didn't know that there's a setting on twitter that you have to go to and you have to set it for mature content so if you're somebody who likes to post mature content on Twitter, uh, any mature content, even pictures in lingerie. Right now, what I need you to do is pick up your phone and go into your Twitter app and change your settings. Even if you just show some cleavage once in a while, you need to change it to not safe for work because otherwise you're going to get banned from Twitter. And that's why, like, uh, I don't think I've never been banned because I call people nigga on Twitter a lot. <laughs> I've never been banned for it. And I think that's why I never get tagged for it because, like, I'm all of my t- tweets are tagged as mature content because I curse uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. And I I, I have some restraint because, like, I almost called Ted Cruz a, a motherfucking nigga. Like, <laughs> I was like, you motherfucking nigga. And like, I backspaced and I was like, Cuban. Then I backspaced yeah. again and I was like, asshole. And I was like, sin. <laughs> now I'll say <laughs> that works. I'll say this: like, too, like if people the first drafts aren't great, people are cheering about you know Donald Trump being taken off of Twitter and all these other people, but. Twitter is also doing a purge of sex workers. And it's very scary for yeah. sex workers because they've already had such a hard time during this pandemic. I mean... There's already been so many places that have been shut down. We've talked about the fact yeah. that like Backpage went down. And Backpage we, went down we years about, ago. And that was so yeah. fucked up. Because it's like, imagine and, walking into work and the building is gone and there's just a swarm <laughs> of FBI, CIA, Homeland Security, and the SPD are all just, just asking questions. Just there. <laughs> just there, like, excuse hey, me. Hey, hey. And you're just like, you work here? Oh, no, I was just driving by, officer. <laughs> 
what this i dress like this all the time yeah and that was <laughs> no, that uh, was a huge blow to the sex worker community yeah. if you noticed right that when foster sesta got passed i think this was back in 2018 or 2017 it's 2018 um, you, if you, if you live in Seattle or if you live in any big metropolitan city and you drive by the places that you usually see people working on the street, you may have noticed an uptick in women, mostly women out working on the street. And that's because they no longer had this place to advertise. Um, yeah. and we've talked about this before, uh, in a bunch of episodes about how these laws negatively impact people. But now it's coming down to this. There hasn't even been a law passed, but it's because of Foster and Sesta, um, a horrible woman, <laughs> named Megan Murphy, uh, who is a Canadian. She she refers to herself as a uh, gender critical feminist. Are you familiar with this term? Yeah, I know Ms. Turfs, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they refer to themselves as gender critical feminists. And I'm just going to give you an idea of Megan Murphy's worldview. Megan Murphy is a, a supposedly an anti-trafficking advocate, even though the things that she advocates for actually end up hurting people and getting more people trafficked. Um, because she's, you know, she, she, she claims to have been trafficked when she was younger. And I'm not going to say that that's fake or real. Uh, sometimes when you're trafficked as a kid, that really messes up your head and she's overcompensating. I don't know. Um, but I know a lot. I actually have friends who have been, um, human trafficked and, um, personally in my past, I've met pimps and almost been pimped out myself. So I kind of know what I'm talking about <laughs> when I, yeah. when I say these laws are not great. So, uh, this is an excerpt from, uh, a tits and sass article, which if you are not familiar with titsandsass.com, oh boy, you should go check them out. It's an amazing, um, uh, platform, uh, um, uh, m- media company run by and for sex workers. But also, if you're not a sex worker, you can read it too. So they had an article back in, uh, in November of 2018. And uh, this article is called Gender Critical Feminism is Fascism, which I love. <laughs> Um, so this was back after, uh, Megan Murphy finally got, uh, banned from Twitter, uh, for being basically right. just harassing trans women. Um, so this excerpt basically it will give you an idea of who this person is. Uh, so quote, according to gender criminal, uh, gender, <laughs> I said gender criminal, according <laughs> to gender critical feminists, trans women are not quote real unquote because of secondary sex characteristics. While sex workers are likewise quote unreal unquote, because we complicate the notion that sex and reproduction are patriarchal tools for controlling women. Certainly the fact that we live under a hetero hetero patriarchy is undeniable. And of course the sex industry, like all industries under hetero patriarchy operates in specific ways on account of existing under oppressive social systems. But gender critical feminists argue that sex industry workers perpetuates these obsessive, oppressive social systems which is akin to blaming low-wage laborers for capitalism. Moreover, this purposeful scapegoating of the sex industry makes workers the barometer by which, quote, respectable feminists measure their own, quote, purity. Real women don't hurt other women, gender-critical feminists imply. Real women, real feminists, should starve to death before giving a commodified hand job for the cause so that's <laughs> yeah. that's the basis of how gender critical and, and i'll tell you i i uh, i found some real fun new turfy information did you know that uh turfs are now uh they 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 think that um non-binary and trans male uh afab people so assigned female at birth um someone yeah. who was born with a vagina if you're born with a vagina and you get a mastectomy 
to help your gender affirmation, uh, they think that the reason that these people are doing this is so that they can be, quote, pedo bait. Like they're trying to make their bodies attractive to pedophiles. They also think that trans women... That's actually very stupid. They also think trans women are trying to steal their uteruses, which I find hilarious because, like, nobody wants your fucking dusty-ass uterus. Yeah. Also, like... <laughs> how, how do you... I don't even death? want mine! <laughs> how? Like, Okay. How do you still, anyway, no one cares. Um, these people they, are stupid. They imagine uh, this, like, and there's, there's thousands of these people, and I bump into them a lot because the thing is that they'll, they'll, they'll search for these keywords in the trans community, and then they'll get together and they'll bully trans people and yeah. tell us that we're mentally ill and that we're part of a cult and that we're ruining the minds of their daughters. And it, they do the same thing to sex workers, too. And I don't know if you know this, but a lot of trans people actually go into sex work because there's, um, it's hard to find jobs when people don't respect yeah. you or your gender uh or your personhood <laughs> yeah no I, I actually do know that and i've seen I, again i've always identified them as just being turfs but i've seen the bullying that happens from that uh specifically around trans people that i follow and it, it's the annoying part is uh when i interact with someone who's trans and we have a great conversation and then uh those people show up and then it's like all right so we can't have this conversation in non-dms now because right I, as soon as you say anything, people start to show up to just be bullshitty. And I feel like it's the shittiest part about this is that like, um, when we think about social media, we always talk about it from the concept of it being this like open area where we can like express ideas freely. Yeah. And like, I, and, and really it's, the internet was started as like this kind of like commercial, almost like a commerce jump starter, right? From a capitalist standpoint, the idea of the internet should be this, this free space where you're able to, you know, feed, basically feed money into the economy. And it doesn't, well, it does not make sense, uh, to cripple an entire industry's use of this, especially when right. you do doing this makes that industry less safe. It's also to me, it. it's like, it's like, okay, well, you can maybe save one child, but in order to do that, <laughs> you gotta kill a thousand <laughs> million adults. Uh, a thousand kill all people. Million, a thousand million, million adults. Uh, a thousand um, million. Well, that's because a, people don't realize that, like when Backpage shut down, it didn't just shut down for sex workers working outside of the law in the U.S. It also shut down for all the legal sex workers working all over the world who use that as their main source of income. So this was a huge huge um it was fucked up like uh, a lot of us who you know because i was around back in the day when that happened and it was i have ptsd <laughs> like yeah from just waking up and realizing that you don't have a job anymore it fucking sucks man it's 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 really yeah. it's 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 really shitty and it happens to sex workers a lot and it's uh i want to say this too is that there's this thing where these 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 women it's a lot of women but there's men too but these people who call themselves gender critical feminists they you know so so one of the examples was one of them had taken a picture of a non-binary person who had a mastectomy and posted it and called them pedo bait and all this shit and in the comments was just tons of comments of women just calling this person mentally ill uh telling them that they you know their body is disgusting and they need to cover up which like in what fucking world now you say that because this person has a vagina that you view them as a woman so theoretically what you're doing according to yourself is you're telling a woman that she needs to cover her fucking nipples up yeah in what it's, fucking it's world 
and it's yeah the, the thing that's worse about this is the fact that that uh they're they're really just gender critical let's just say that they're gender, they're gender critical, critical but they're also i would i would say that they they they're they, they proclaim to be feminists but they're actually right-wing fascist this is a quote from yeah. megan murphy uh about this so she she writes while the left continues to vilify me and liberal and mainstream media continue to mostly uh, uh, ignore feminist analysis of gender identity, people like Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro and hundreds of right-wingers and free, free speech advocates online and right-wing media outlets have attempted to speak with me and understand my perspective. The left seems to have taken to ignoring or refusing to engage with detractors or those who have opinions they disagree with or don't like, while the right continues to be engaging in and open to engaging. If literal... Nazis <laughs> and fascists think that you are cool. You're doing it wrong. So we're going to have to go to break really quickly, but I will say this before we go to break, you are correct. If the people, the, the first people she named were literally the worst people. in it's like being like, look, if great thinkers like Adolf Hitler and Mussolini <laughs> can, can sit down and consider my Listen, thoughts. you know why? I was really against murdering black people, but then David Duke said that he also hates chicks with dicks. And now I'm into it. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's your references can't be shitty people. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. And we are back from break. Yes, we are. Back from break. We are back from break. Ah, man. Uh, yeah. We're back. All right. So um, before we went to break, we were uh, talking about the fact that Twitter is actively removing sex worker profiles. Yeah. Um, and which the, is a bummer because- It's a huge bummer. I, like, you keep calling it sex Twitter, which is really funny to me because <laughs> you're like, I have sex Twitter and then I have normal Twitter. Uh, I would argue that, that sex Twitter is normal Twitter. I have always, as, as a-, uh, as a no, I've been on social media so long, I've never bothered to create, like, like I tried doing, and I do have a personal account that, like, uh, I put on my resume. Sure, <laughs> so, sure. like, when I apply for, like, corporate jobs, they don't find, like, my actual Twitter. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but I will, I will say this. I, I, I've been on social media for so long, I have never really delineated between the two. Like, my Twitter timeline is a mix uh, of just whatever's happening with but like, who I'm following at the time. And I've gotten really comfortable with, you know, at some certain points, like uh, some of the sex workers I follow, I, I'll go through and just like uh, turn off their retweets because some of them are like, just I like, I don't want to see titties at 10 in the morning. So <laughs> well, that makes one of us. It's just not. Well, I mean, like at 10 in the morning, I'm working. I'm trying to be productive. I'm uh, If I'm on Twitter at 10 in the morning, I'm like, I'm here for some news. I'm here for commentary. <laughs> I'm not here for titties. It's, it's not like I don't want to scroll by them. But if I am looking at titties at 10 in the morning, it's a very specific look for titties where I'm like, look, I am here for a hot <laughs> five to 10 minutes. And that's, that's a whole other story. But um, <laughs> if I'm on Twitter, I'm not a sex worker, but I want to make sure that Twitter is still a safe place for sex workers. Yeah. Because I also want sex workers to have uh, a safe place to be able to conduct business. Absolutely. Because let's just be honest, as we've talked about in the past before, having an online space allows sex workers to actually uh, vet their clients. 
uh-huh. much more easily. And then the aspects of Twitter that I would think, uh, you know, the the fact that it has an entire timeline, it saves, you know, history, uh, gives you an opportunity to like actually like, you know, go through a DM process. I'll say this. The, I'll say this features, too. In addition to that, um, during this pandemic, not only a lot of sex workers, first of all, if they can afford to stop doing, if, if they do in-person work and they could go online and put videos online instead of working in yeah. person because it's safer that way. Um, there's also a lot of people who were not sex workers, but now they are. <laughs> because yeah, I don't know if and- you heard, Jay, but unemployment is huge right now. It's super popular. People love it. <laughs> So uh, I, don't I don't know if they I've love heard it, the people but, were in love with but it's it. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening a lot. It's 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 spreading. It's 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 as popular as clinical depression. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> people are starting. People are starting to lose. You know, they're starting to lose their pandemic assistance. Think the uh, mutual aid is starting to run. You know, mutual aid is great, but like people are getting tapped out. Um, and I'll be honest, I nobody I expected this to I, go on for as long as it did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you like seriously? No one thought this was gonna go. Well, okay, so in I the beginning begin, I, of the pandemic, July, in the begin no, but yeah, in the beginning of the July, pandemic, when right. when things in first February, started shutting no. down, you're like, okay, so we have to go inside for a few weeks. And I was like making fun of other people because I was like, <laughs> wow, it's like none of you have ever been trapped inside of a brothel with a Trump supporter chasing you around with a high heel for a month at a time before. Jesus, uh. yeah, it's. <laughs> and now I'm even it, like, this is too right. much. <laughs> well, I mean, like after we passed July, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be forever." And it was, it was, it was uh, <laughs> specifically watching like all of the people in May try to be like, "We're just gonna go outside," and then seeing the resulting like boom of cases and deaths. Yeah. In July, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be forever." Oh yeah, that freaks me out. Also, though, I'll say this, Jay, as somebody who is halfway vaccinated. Um, oh, halfway. Halfway. Oh, how good for you! I got my first one. <laughs> how good for you! Uh, congratulations i'm getting my second one the day after valentine's day it's gonna be oh that's very romantic that's valentine's day gift uh very romantic <laughs> is, is, it, is it administered is it administered with like a piece of chocolate as well just to be like here here's I your shot and some chocolate so. i hope so i'll say this Way better I, although i'm really redis- reticent to put anything a stranger gives me in my mouth these days um it used to be my um, thing <laughs> I, I feel risky still i'm still feeling risky let's you see know, what happens i, I, I want it I, this is a tangent but uh, uh, whatever i went when the pandemic first started i was right before they shut down san francisco i was in san francisco in like late february yeah and it was like i was sliding right under the right under the the thing there and i was doing a comedy show uh at this uh big place in oakland it was called tourette's without regrets and it's just a big multi-media uh show with lots of there's circus performers and comedians and i was by far the least interesting person there um and there was a woman who did a um uh, she was on a swing that hanged from the ceiling and she did a bunch of acrobatic stuff and part of her art piece was that she took an apple and she just started tearing it like shredding it apart with her teeth and then spitting it everywhere um and okay at that point i was like uh uh, there's a a, a snl character that does that uh maybe i i don't know uh is it mango maybe no no it's it's uh chris parnell does like a monkey character that like anyway that's that's so yeah so it was it was a sexy (laughs) and then i actually i picked up one of the pieces of the apple off the floor and i legit ate it i was like it felt so okay, wrong. Okay. Now, now that I, now that COVID is like, uh, killed 400,000 people, 
I uh, I, God, I no so, longer well, four hundred thousand Americans. It's killed way more people. It's killed four hundred thousand Americans. Right. Now that it's killed <laughs> four hundred thousand so Americans, I um I no longer pick up fruit off the floor that's been in other people's mouths. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I love that it took a pandemic to get you to not do that. <laughs> Don't kink shame uh, me, Jay. No, I'm not judging. I've licked vomit off someone's hand. I'm not. Oh here to my judge. god. Um, yeah, someone else's vomit too. Let's just go ahead and get that out the way. Ah! Mind. Someone else. Yeah. So I said I'm not here to judge. Uh, so. So if what you- can I do to help support sex? Because I I I love one of my favorite things, and I'll admit I do yeah. it on air. Uh, one of my favorite things ever is the uh, uh, is the media tab on Twitter. Hell yeah, bro! Scroll through the oh my god, it's the best. Yeah, and I, I think we should all admit that we do that when we first start following each other. Yep, yep. And we go through our media tab. Try to like, find a picture of someone. What do you got for me? I'm trying to find multiples. I'm looking. I want some <laughs> angles. I'm, sometimes, sometimes I'm into the person and how they look, but other times I'm like, "What are you up to? Like, what right, do you right. do?" And then I get to see like like pictures of them like doing stuff, and it's like it's like a little slideshow into their life. Um, sex workers media tab. Mwah! So one so thing I don't want that to go away. One thing I'll say is number one thing you can do to support sex workers right now is one, um, pay for your fucking porn. Okay, I'm willing to do that. Like seriously. Pay for your porn. If you have a sex worker whose porn you like and they regularly give you good feelings in your genitals or otherwise, tip them. A lot of sex workers have a Venmo. You can just tip them. Look for, there's a lot of uh, sex worker mutual aid funds being set up. Uh, You can look for Liz Estrada. Swap USA has some uh, different swap. Swap POC Seattle. Swap POC, yeah. Pox Swap Seattle. They definitely help yep. with mutual aid. If you're also in Seattle, the Green Light Project in Seattle, they're a great place to give your money to. If you want to get some really dope hand sanitizer, uh, you can go to. Uh, mm, not, not where I thought that <laughs> sentence was going. <laughs> want to get some really dope hand. It's like, want to get some really dope. I was like, okay. Jay, we hand, can't. okay. Sanitizer. Straight listen, down. Jay, <laughs> listen, Jay, I have to say this. I would love nothing more. Than for us to have a section on this website or on this website, I have a section on the show where we could be like, all right, if you want to get the best hand job ever, really dope. call Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Want some really dope hand jobs? <laughs> call this person, 206 555. But we can't because there are laws. Um, <clears throat> like this stupid Sesta Fosta bullshit. Uh, so we can't be charged with promotion. So we're not going to uh, do that. But we will say sex worker mutual aid funds, they are yep. great. So um, the uh, Greenlight Seattle, Greenlight Project Seattle, they have a link to their hand sanitizer that you can buy. And that supports sex workers uh, directly. Now, um, also, I would say like lean on Twitter. Like, yeah. uh, lean on Twitter too. Like, T- Twitter is aware of the traffic and the trends. Uh, if you be upset with at- Twitter, if you're not a sex worker, yes, you need to voice your voice. Say, say Twitter. Hey, Twitter. Porn is important to me. Sex workers are important to me. <laughs> no, seriously. So I would say, I would say, hey, Twitter. Uh, sex workers are important, but so is free speech. And yeah. more importantly, all of us being able to express ourselves and share uh, content. Because here's the thing that irritates me the most about this and i said this when we first talked about it i'm most irritated by this because what's happening is this is being framed as we have to protect our children from twitter right and the thing that's irritating to me is i don't fucking have any children and as i've said (laughs) multiple times before i have gone through uh really really tedious pains to not have children (laughs) 
<laughs> I I shit you not the 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 steps I've taken and the things I've done to ensure that I don't bring life into this world oh, so I don't have to be responsible bro, for it. I'm a, I hi. I'm on my third IUD. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And it, 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 here's here's the thing. Uh, I've done so much work. Like there, and I'm not. I kid you not. There was this girl that I kind of liked when I first moved here, and we were like talking over the phone, and we had like met up, we made out, and I was like, oh, this is gonna go somewhere. And what she said to me was, oh my god, I love mixed children, and I cut it off then because I was Ooh, like, Guess wait, what? was she white woman? <laughs> of course. Oh, so like, that's so icky. Oh, I hate that. I'm so sorry. You know what? The ickiest part about that was not was not the mixed part. It was the children <laughs> part. That was the ick- Part, I was like, I don't, ew, children, gross, get out of here, we can't be together. You're like, uh, you're like okay, then, racism, eh, but the children, ugh. <laughs> true story on Instagram, uh, like two months after I kind of broke up with her, uh, she turned up pregnant, and I was like, dodge the bullet. Ooh. So, here's what I'm here to tell you, uh, I have worked so hard not to have a family. Well, not to have not to have children. I have a family. It's My wife the same is right thing here. with. I've worked so hard. It's the same thing with New Orleans. <laughs> you know, they tried to Disneyfy New Orleans. And I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't go to New Orleans so that I can hug Mickey Mouse. I go to New Orleans to get titties put in my face and to drink in public. And the thing that's irritating about this is that, like, you you had a child, right? You did the thing right. that you wanted to do. And when you had a child in your mind, you should have thought to yourself, this means that I can't go to Disney World. Well, I can't go to New Orleans. All of my fun is gone. Like, all of the drinking fun, all of the tits fun, gone. And that's fine. Your life is is boring and bland and vanilla. Don't try to make my life vanilla because your life sucks ass. That's your fault. You brought children irresponsible into this world, which, by the way, were kind of overcrowded. You probably could have not had kids. You could have found some other <laughs> way to fulfill yourself other than this bullshit. But this is what you wanted. Don't force me to pay for your dumbass decisions. So like, here's what I'm here to say to Twitter and to the world. Uh, it's bullshit that you have children, world. <laughs> if you have a child, well, and beyond you have a that, child, you're listening to this, I mean that. The thing like, is... I get it. Children happen, but it's bullshit if you plan a child, first of all. And it's bullshit we literally are are uh like overrunning the planet right sure. now uh we we can't feed all the children who are alive on the planet but you're going to bring more to i would the world, i would argue i would going... argue that we can feed them all we just choose not to but that's a different topic well no no that <laughs> i would i would argue that if we could we would the problem is that we're such pieces of shit that we aren't capable of it so I would say there's enough food, but we're terrible. <laughs> and that's my point. My entire point to this is we're terrible. You yeah. brought children into a terrible world. You're not going to make it better. Stop trying to take our tits from us on Twitter. Stop taking other people's livelihoods from them because you don't agree with well, it. Well, and I'll say it's, this much. We, it's it's the more of the, the, the less sex workers we have on Twitter speaking out. And I've, I was seeing this recently and it really must be difficult because there are sex workers that I know who are and 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 i really really hate like people need to stop calling it child porn because it's not porn is something that adults do consensually uh what is happening when people take videos of them assaulting children and putting it online that's child sexual assault (laughs) that is not yeah um that's evidence in a trial yeah that's that's evidence in a trial and like people do fucked up things and twitter should not allow that kind of content to be on there however it shouldn't penalize adults 
putting content that other adults have consented to see by checking off the not safe for work box. And if Twitter wants it to, wants to really crack down on that when they sign up for Twitter and the first question that needs to pop up is, do you want to see tits and ass? Do you want to see wieners? I'll go a step further. <laughs> I'll go a step further and, and then uh, let's transition. But my step further is, you know what? If, if you really, how about this? Make it so that if you are under 18, you can't be on social media. Yeah. So let's put this on the parents. So I'm sick of like, we have to do all the cleaning up and we have to do all the work. Put it on the parents. If your child is under 18 and they are on social media, you go to jail for letting them go on social media because it's your fucking fault. It's not our fault. We didn't do any of this bullshit. We didn't provide internet for them. We did not supervise them. And we sure as fuck didn't do anything other than just exist in our world and then you let them loose in it. So you should go to jail for this bullshit. That's like, if your child it's is like, exposed to something, you get in trouble for it, not fucking us. It's like a parent in San Francisco and they like walk down into the mission, they're in the mission district during Folsom and they're like, oh, and they're scandalized by it. And it's like, yeah, don't fucking go to that part of the mission when Folsom Street Fair oh. is happening or you're going to see it's- a guy peeing in another dude's face while another guy jacks off in the middle of the street. <laughs> we did well, our best to put further. a gate up and prevent those and prevent kids from coming in. The least you could do is stay the fuck away from our party. Not to mention the internet has been around for like, you know, couple decades now if you can't fucking figure out how to like let your children use it without them seeing the shit that you don't want them to see fucking give up you should you know this is harsh i was gonna say kill yourself and your whole family that's too much that's too much that's too much i realized it as i was thinking it i was like you know what kill yourself and your whole family nope nope uh nope dial it back (laughs) too far a little 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 further back this is very back but it's it's yeah sorry simmer down uh (laughs) It's, it's okay. Uh, but here's the good news, uh, of V, and I'm excited to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, the good news is, is that we're in Biden's America, and so things will be better now. Oh. Uh, he signed an executive orders. You can be in the military and you can go <laughs> kill children at the direction of the government. You can't just go killing children willy nilly. You know what's crazy, Jay? Like I just whole... want to say this is, this is the fucked up thing about America is that currently, if I post my butthole in on Twitter, I could have my entire account revoked, but I can buy bullets in the mail and have them shipped to my front door and they don't even ask for your license. You know what's wild? Uh, if you, as an American citizen, you can't post your butthole on Twitter. As an American citizen, though, or as an American soldier, you probably could post like conquered lands and you standing over, maybe not dead bodies. That's too far. That's a hate. That's a war crime. But if you were just like, check it out, we took over this city and took a picture of it with like a fire in the background, yep. people would be like, hell yeah, flags and 74 Oh, I mean, Americans you remember the part, you remember aid. back on the days of the internet. I mean, people are sharing videos of other people being tortured all the time. People show people show police executions all the time. I watched a video. Yeah, I watched a video last week of somebody getting run over by the Tacoma Police Department. That shit was on Twitter. Yeah, that shit was on Twitter. But I'm supposed to be disturbed uh, because somebody's showing their butthole and having a really nice time with it. Yeah, you know why can't I? No, I'm not going to do that. Let's not go down that that rabbit hole. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's talk about the fact that uh, I was being facetious at the top of this when I said that everything was going to get better because. Joe Biden is president. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Um, I need to make sure that I, I clarify that I don't mean that. Uh, but there is something that is happening currently. Um, so if you if you know, um, for the most part, and I realize this is 
very, very putting this, making this very simplistic. But for the most part, uh, Democratic lawmakers tend to be on the side of uh, let's not restrict trans people beyond uh, you know, you know what's already legislated. I just, it's just like trans people are like, Hang you know there. what we could use is we could use help in healthcare. We, you know, it'd be really great if we could not uh lose jobs. You know, it'd be great if we can uh just live our normal lives. Uh, and Joe Biden was like, how about this? You wanna, well, you wanna kill some people? How about thing. that? <laughs> but here's the weird thing. So there are some things that Joe Biden has signed uh that actually is basically, and I'm not trying to, by the way, uh I need to make sure I say this. Joe Biden did not do anything progressive. Let's all get that out the way. We are not, what I'm not saying here is that Joe Biden did something progressive, but he did sign executive orders that redid some Trump administration policies, specifically those that had to do with uh, LGBTQ rights under existing federal law. But all he really did was take a Supreme Court case and ruling and just apply it. That's it. He didn't, he literally he didn't go just, any further. So, it, 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 like, applied the law that was already there. Right. It, which, I mean, to be fair, uh, Trump and the Republicans were not applying the law. And he was like, all right, cool. This is the law. All right, we'll apply it. But the problem is, is that that's only on the federal level. Uh, as it turns out, especially when it comes to, like, health care uh, and trans rights, there are states that um, overwhelmingly are passing legislature to attack trans rights. Uh, oh, oh boy. And in- I'll say this. They're joined... By gender critical feminists and anti-sex uh, no, worker uh, rights people. All uh, these people are joining together and creating these gnarly bills. Um, and, so, and these people are saying, oh, the reason that we're doing this is so, you know, we can protect the children. But that doesn't actually happen. Uh, which was the, I'm trying to remember the one uh, with the bathroom thing. Uh, there's a several like that. You're going to have to be a bit more specific. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to be a bit more specific. Uh, but what's interesting now is that a lot of these is there. So there's there's specific bills that are attacking healthcare care uh, in Alabama, Indiana, Iowa, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, Texas in Utah. There's uh, some that are, have to do with trans rights in athletics in Kentucky, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South, De- South Carolina. Tennessee. Uh, and then in South Dakota, they have a bill that would bar trans people from updating the sex listed on their birth certificate, which is in this weird, they're essentially, essentially saying they're codifying a definition of sex that excludes trans people. Right. Um, oh, and they tried to do this. They tried to do this before. Right. And and so the, the point that I guess we're trying to make in a, a relatively roundabout way is that, uh, you know, from a federal standpoint, again, as I was saying, and, and I, I realize it's, it's a bit simplistic, but, but bear with me from a federal standpoint, I think when it comes to uh, the news cycle that we see, when we see headlines about what is happening specifically with like uh, LGBTQ rights, we think that, okay, well, the Democrats have the federal power. So that means that, you know, they may not be doing things progressively, but they are applying the law across the board, but that's just simply not true. Right. Uh, the states decide how healthcare gets applied. Mm-hmm. The states decide in many cases, uh, like you were saying uh what is a restroom uh when it comes to state legislature uh how do we define uh sex or gender when it comes to how people because the states in many cases also run like birth certificates when it comes to how you're identified on your birth certificate and how you want to be identified which has a large deal to do with your ability to move through your life right and be able to you know live life without 
having people uh, judge you for who you are, or, or more to the point, having people judge you for who they think you are and not for who you really are. I think that's the best way to put it. Well, and I'll say, think- so it's not just the states, though. I mean, there's this, so... <sighs> When people say like, "What are these laws going to look like in practice?" Um, and this is what I'm I, I'm often talking about when Supreme I'm saying Court, when I'm uh, when I'm saying the that this is what they're going to look like actually. Yeah, and that's I think that's what they're going to look like because ultimately what happens is none of these laws because most of them are so uh, barbaric and regressive. A lot of them get struck down even by other Republicans who are just like, "No, this is too much." But the ones that do go into standing typically get challenged and ran up to the Supreme Court. Right. And the ultimate goal here is to codify but we also uh, have from, to we also uh, have to remember uh, that we have a supreme court that was stacked during the trump administration right so the goal here is to to codify uh our exclusion of trans rights using a conservative supreme court yeah. and, and that's the idea so there's um i want to talk specifically about uh hr 426 um okay. so this was introduced by florida republican uh greg stube stube I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I don't give a shit. Uh, so Florida uh, congressional Republican, he introduced a federal bill that would, uh, and, and the thing is, it specifically said it would ban transgender girls and women from participating in school sports. It doesn't mention transgender men or boys no, or non-binary people. I, the, the thought process behind it, which is stupid. But the thought process being like, oh well, they can't compete, so that they wouldn't be able. To and it's and, and it says it. This is this is directly from the directly from the bill itself. It says a person whose sex, uh, so quote, okay, so basically what it would do is it would threaten federal funds to state and local athletics organizations if they allow quote a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designated for women or girls unquote so remember that thing women and girls remember that how if you if you listen to our uh, episodes about human trafficking um it's this idea that they're protecting women and girls but the thing is is that the bill it doesn't actually describe how the school should determine someone's sex assigned at birth uh it just has a vague thing stating that quote sex shall be recognized based solely on a person's reproductive biology and genetics at birth unquote so basically either they're gonna have to do a genetic test on every student and have that listed as their their biological sex or uh school administrators are gonna get be able to look at little girls genitals to make sure that they have the right ones. It's a and another It's a loophole for oh, pedophiles. It's a loophole for pedophiles. <laughs> uh another thing too is <clears throat> and I thought this was is interesting. So there have been studies a lot of times when you look at the uh like like this bill the idea is like well we're protecting like cisgender women uh from from you know uh, trans women. And there's a couple of different reasons why that's wrong. First right. is the idea of, you know, women are women. Uh, so it, it doesn't matter if they're trans or cis. Secondly, uh, women don't need to be protected. That's a very patriarchal standpoint yeah. to think like we have to protect women. And then third, the studies have proven that there's no conclusive evidence that trans athletes uh, are any better than cis athletes. Right. There literally has been no conclusive evidence towards that. And then part of that is because uh, when trans athletes, like trans student athletes go to college, 
college or go to, you know, in these cases, we're talking about competing uh, in a school setting. So when they live, you know, in high school or in college, they go through uh, way more bullying they're more likely to commit suicide. They go through more depression. And they also are dealing uh, with a, a, a litany of just like ridiculous odds against them across the board that uh, not just in, you know, if they go to a sports doctor, it's uh, a difference in the treatment they received than if they were sick. Well, and I think, and that makes a difference in their ability to I think to people don't well. realize, you know, when they, when they, when we're talking, especially about trans kids, um, you know, these are human beings who hormones haven't really started to take a strong effect on yet, whether they're cis mm-hmm. or trans. A lot of trans kids, uh, they'll go on uh, hormone blockers until they figure out what they want. Not all trans kids. I mean, I certainly didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why I got these great old titties. Uh, I, they're <laughs> Second reference to your tits this episode. It's nice. fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, <laughs> so the, they... they What this means for those kids is that there are a lot of kids who can actually go through their schooling without any of their um, fellow classmates having to know that they're trans. They can just be a regular kid and nobody has to know that they're trans unless they want them to know that they're trans. This changes that because people are like, oh, what's the big deal? Just use the bathroom. But that's not good because you see a girl going into the boys room because they've literally, and this has happened in some schools, they've literally told this little girl that she can't use the girl's bathroom. So she has to go into the boys bathroom and then kids are fucking horrible and yep, the worst. don't under- often understand these things or their parents are very bigoted and teach them to be bigoted we live in a bigoted society and it it, there's you know of of, it's no wonder you know i there are trans children in my extended you know in in my uh i guess i family you make your own family when you're queer uh but in in my extended group of folks i there are a few trans kids and lgbt kids and i remember the way some of my friends when they were coming out in high school you know before (laughs) when i thought I was straight. And uh, those... Uh, those kids had a hard time and they're still having a hard time yeah. and other children are not kind. And so the very so, least is you can make it, it, you know, it should be intolerable for kids, but kid, at the end of the day, these other kids don't need to know because transness, I don't want to say that, you know, I don't, I don't want to medicalize transness because it doesn't need to be medicalized for it to be valid. But I would like to say that in the same way that nobody needs to know, like, it's not important for casual friends or acquaintances in your life to need to know about your genitals. It also builds this combative, it builds a combative us versus them narrative for the children in the schools that are cis because they see the parents fighting this battle to prevent it. And to your point, it's teaching them bigotry. And, and you know, if no one made a big deal about it, especially with kids they wouldn't make a big yeah, deal kids about don't it. care until somebody makes them yeah. care this is all taught to them so it, so the thing that that's happening is is it's it's being amplified and when there's a giant court case or battle about it and there's this whole thing where people are being forced to do it children feed off that energy um the, the thing i'll say too is if you're in one of the states where this has happened we've let, read off a list i'll put uh, a link in the notes uh with an article that has one of those states write to your state senators write to your state house representatives uh, let them know that you are not for this, that you <clears throat> uh, do not appreciate this. The thing that that's it's it's going to be an uphill battle because it is in uh, red states that most of this well, is happening. So definitely, I want to say this too. Well. I want to say this too is that <clears throat> progressives and 
and liberal people and, you know, left leaning people have this idea that like, oh, once we, once we win, you know, we won gay marriage. So now we won and now we don't have to do anything anymore. But you actually do have to do stuff because these motherfuckers are constantly reintroducing bills. They're very calculated. Just because Biden became president doesn't mean that you have to, you, you can stop. Um, you have to keep, you right. have to be just as active as these people who are trying to actively take away rights from people just because like the pendulum could swing back in a really fucked up way you have to remember there are still 70 million people who voted for donald trump who uh you know believe 74 actually uh, there's so many on that note on that note we have to wrap so uh because we're we're grossly over time (laughs) Um, uh, i'm so mad I get it. Uh, so what we'll do is there'll be links in the notes. Please check those out. Yes. If you are in any of these states, uh, your voice has a bit more weight because you are one of these uh, senators slash House of Representatives in that state. I guess state legislators makes more sense. You're one of these state legislators uh, voting voters. Right. And so, yeah, they, they, they're they going to care a little bit more about you. Um, v, if people want to find you on Twitter uh, for non-sex stuff. <laughs> God. <laughs> where I'm so <laughs> sad. You, everyone, you have a sex Twitter. You have a sex twitter but if they want to find your non-sex twitter (laughs) (laughs) uh if you want to find my non-sex twitter i will say once in a while i'll do uh, i I do do uh do do (laughs) i i I will post a fleet of my of my butt every now and again so uh enjoy that uh if you want to find that uh sort of thing and and keep an eye out for my butt to grace your uh undeserving eyeballs you can follow me at uh vchat that's v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e uh and i'm i also have an instagram which sometimes i use but they're owned by facebook so i can't no butt shots well (laughs) i feel like you can post the butt shots in the in the in the like they have to be tasteful in instagram like i mean like you can't just be like here's my asshole but they they have to be tasteful and have you seen this buttocks i've had a butt shot (laughs) have you seen these buttocks i've had a butt shot taken down before but only only if I put it in my main feed, if I put it in my um, uh, like when it's like the, the stories, and, like, story. then th- there's not enough time. Uh, but Jay, <laughs> what about you? Where can people find your Twitter that is apparently both regular and sex Twitter? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a. I don't have a different one. Um, my Twitter is adjective underscore J. If you are a sex worker and you want to follow me, hit me up. I will follow you back. Um, and I will retweet. I, I I try to not to retweet too much because I lose followers after a certain point. But I do retweet sex workers. What was I going to say? Oh, I'm also adjective underscore J on, t- on Instagram. You will not see my butt on either of those. You're welcome. Uh, my butt looks, my, my naked butt looks terrible. I did not take good care of it as a child. Uh, I should have done more. That's what, like, that's what jock like straps are for. Just, I need. No, it's not. No, it's not tone. It's like uh, so. I never had acne on my face. Oh, butt or on my acne. Back. It was just all on my butt. It was all on Why my butt. Just, it's like my butt. You just have a more accurate moon. I no, I, I I need to spend time you, you with have like the cocoa butter and just like no, I need no, I don't. I, but I have like uh, scars. <laughs> yeah. From it. So it's like well, it's not. It's not. So it's it's a uh, like it's darker. My butt has darker speckles. Okay, so you got a polka dot I, butt. I need, I need to cocoa. I need to yeah. I need to cocoa butter. Yeah. It. If I spent more time with cocoa butter, my butt would even out. So maybe here's about this. I'll, for 2021, I will go on a cocoa butter regimen for my butt. And if if <laughs> if we've evened out by 2022, I I will share my butt as a 40 year old man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's what well you'll get some 40 year old get butt. Some, uh, get some get some retin A. Get some retin A for your butt. That that helps with scars. <laughs> I swear. I you we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I know all about skincare. Well, let's do this. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will – well, no, this is actually the top of the week. So yes. uh, we'll be back uh, in three to four days. I don't I don't know how much time it's between Tuesday and Friday. I'm very tired. I have a puppy. I don't sleep much anymore. It happens. I'm very sleepy. Yeah. All right. We're gone. That's it. We're done here. Bye. <laughs> oh, uh, FCON is awesome. I love FCON. Yep. Bye. Bye. Uh,